Hi, you're listening to the Real Work Stories podcast, and I'm your host, Benjamin. If this is your first time tuning in, thank you. And if you tuned in before, welcome back. Now, this is the podcast where I talk about all things customer service from the customer to the corporation and everything in between. But before I get started, I got to say thank you to everyone for all your support for the podcast. Thank you for all the likes, shares, comments, downloads. I appreciate it. I only say it every episode because I mean it every episode. And if you don't already follow me on Facebook and Instagram, make sure you do so at Real Work Stories Podcast. That's where you're going to find out about topics, episode snippets, discussions, and more. And on today's episode, I want to talk about this time I came back from work. I came back to work after being on leave. But before I do that, y'all, if y'all hear my voice sounding all kinds of raspy and um, just all kinds of terrible, these seasons are changing and my allergies are kicking my butt like Muhammad Ali, okay? It, it is not pretty, people. So seasons change, and I wish they would stop. I need winter to come back. I need all this pollen to die. This, this, is, this is terrible. Just shout out to anybody who has to work in any kind of call center environment, especially during this whole pandemic thing going on, because people look at you like you got the Rona. Be like, no, bro. I got sinuses. That's that's it. I got allergies. They be like, ah, uh-uh. like, shut up, shut up. Go sit down somewhere. Anyway, so here's the thing. I took some time off work recently because I recently lost an older brother of mine. Just totally unexpected, and you know, just needed to take some time off work try to process, um, you know, what has happened, you know, figuring out how to move on, all this type of stuff, you know. And if you've ever lost, you know, a loved one, especially a sibling, you, you know it's, it's a different kind of feeling and you, you almost can't put it into words, really. Um, yeah, so it, it's a really, really weird type of thing to have to experience. Um, but anyway... Like I said, after taking some time off work, just spending time with family, trying to process all these emotions, you know, eventually, it was time for me to go back to work. And um, just like other times when I've taken time off of work for other reasons, you know, sometimes you come back to work and um, there's some things you got to do before you can just jump back into work, at least at my job. You can't just... You don't just take significant time off and then come back and just immediately start working again. So, you know, you come in, you sign in, and you look up. And number one, I got like a thousand and a half emails when I come back. So I'm like, oh, man, there is so many emails. I have to read all of these. It's going to take me all day to do it. How am I ever going to get through all of these emails in one day? This might take me two days. You know, that's the kind of stuff you say to your supervisor, like, oh, man, you know, all these policy updates and changes. I just got to make sure I read this and thoroughly, thoroughly understand, you know, what I've missed, you know, meeting notes and stuff. And and then then I get to the best part. I'm sorry, y'all. I said I got these allergies. Y'all might hear me sniffling. It's terrible. My eyes are red and puffy. It's it looks a mess. Anyway, so I'm, I'm going through these million and a half emails I got. And I see, you know, of course, you got some mandatory trainings you got to go through before you can go back into taking these, um, dealing with these customers again, right? 
So I start working through everything, get through all my emails, get through all my trainings. Finally, it's time for me to log back in and start dealing with customers after a few weeks of not doing it. And the crazy part is I'm feeling really optimistic, you know? I'm like, hey, let, let's get back into the swing of things. Let's, let's, let's do what we do. You know what I'm saying? You know how to deal with customers, Benjamin. You got this. You, you done been out for a couple weeks, but it's cool. It's just like riding a bike. And it starts off perfectly normal. You know, I'm like, yeah, I remember how to do this. I remember how to be nice to people, of course. I remember how to talk to people. I remember these policies. I remember these procedures, yada, yada, yada. Then the crazy kicks in. Then the crazy kicks in, people. Here's what happened. So this customer, he reaches out. He needs help. I'm like, cool. Let's help. What's going on? So what this customer wants to do is his paycheck. And again, I I work at a bank, people. I work at a bank. So keep that in mind. So my customer says he wants his paycheck from his employer, his direct deposit. He wants to split it up. He wants a piece of it to go here. He wants some of it to go here, some to go there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Blah, blah, blah. So I'm like, okay, cool. I don't know why he's telling me all of these things. But then as he's saying this, you know, as he's telling me, describing what he got going on, I'm like, maybe he's about to ask me if we can, you know, if that's something he can do. So I'm just listening, making sure I hear what he's saying. And at the bank that I work at, we don't set up your direct deposit. I don't know how your bank does it. I'm just telling you where I work. We don't do that. You call your employer, whoever sends you your paycheck, they Manipulate your direct deposit. You tell them where you want them to send your money. Okay? Okay. So after he gets done telling me all of these details, I'm like, okay, cool. I hear you, sir. You want you want a certain amount of money. You want, um, I'm sorry, you want a certain amount of money to go here. You want a piece of it to go here. That is fine. On our end, you know, no problem. You want to split your paycheck up like that? You can do that. We don't care. Here's the thing. I can't do this for for you, you have to call your employer. Now, unless this bank is your employer, in which case you need to call HR and not the regular, you know, customer service, but anyway, whatever. So he's like, no, you can do this. Y'all have always done this for me. No, sir, we have never done this for you. I, I swear to you, sir, I promise you. There's, I, I can't do this, but call, call your employer. They'll do it for you. you. You don't even have to call the bank to do this. We, we, just, we just can't do it. And then the crazy starts. Now, thankfully, I work in a department where I don't actually have to talk to customers, but I chat with them online. Okay, So that this next part doesn't feel quite as upsetting, but it was still terrible, right? So as he's telling me, you know, all this stuff, trying to go back and forth with me about how I need to be able to do my job. And I'm like, I love how people who don't work here tell me how I need to do my job and how I'm doing my job wrong, even though I'm the one who works here. But okay, so I'm still trying to be nice, using the kindest words I can find. I'm like, sir, you need to contact your employer. They can do this for you. And then almost as if I had never been on leave, almost as if I had never taken any time off. 
which thankfully I did because I needed to clear my head before hearing something like this. And you'll see why this is so crazy to me in a second. So in, in the midst of this, you know, I, I can hear the audacity building up. I, I, I'm reading it on the screen and I'm like, yep, this, this conversation's about to go left. I just know it. So his keyboard crusader onslaught starts. First, he calls me a camel-riding idiot from India. That is not an exaggeration. I'm like, whoa. First of all, I've never seen a camel in real life. Wait, there was that one time, I think, at the zoo. I think I did see a camel there. But I didn't ride it. And I ain't from India. But what, what does that have to do with anything? Let's start there. Because I told you you called the wrong company? Now I'm a camel riding idiot from another country? So and that caught me by surprise because I was like, whoa, I didn't see that coming. Um, then he proceeded to tell me how no good of a, how bad of a person I was. I, I wasn't any good because I couldn't, I wasn't good enough to help him. Then rather than simply just closing out this little chat window, which he can do at any time. He tells me that I should go unalive myself because everybody who works overseas doesn't understand American systems and don't know how things actually work. And at this point, my jaw has hit my desk. I'm like, how did we get here? nobody's supposed to be here. This conversation should not have happened. At least not like this. This should never have become a thing. Now, mind you, remember, I just said I'm coming off of, you know, my brother passing. And I'm sorry, all these allergies are killing me. I'm just coming off my brother passing. So I'm already in my feelings a little bit still, even having to come back at work. And then to have somebody tell me to unalive myself because you called the wrong place. Like, <laughs> somebody make this make sense. Somebody please make this make sense because I can't. There's, there is absolutely no reason for this flower ranger to have said what he said to me. And yes, I, I absolutely know 100% it took a flower ranger to say something like this. Like, only somebody from the cauliflower community could have ever come up with anything this outrageous to say to somebody. All because I told you that you need to call a different company to have your problem fixed. Now, somehow I have become the problem in your mind because... You made, I won't even call it a bad decision. You, 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 he probably picked up the, you know, probably logged into his, his computer and was like, let me try the bank first. That is not an outrageous idea. I'm saying that you called somebody or you chatted in with somebody and was like, hey, I need help with this. That person, being me, simply said, oh, I can't do this. Nobody at this company can do this. Call somebody else. 
And I even told him who to call. Granted, I ain't give him the number, but that's your job. You you should know the number if you work there. Call your employer. Let them handle this. They can fix it. Now, I'm somehow a, like, <laughs> come on, help, help me understand. Like, like I don't, I, I really don't get it. I, I really don't understand it. Like, it really doesn't make any sense to me. Like, I, I wish I could really put it into words how I feel about how, how stupid this is that you would tell somebody to unalive themselves over something like this. Like, it, it didn't even have to be that big of a deal. It didn't have to go that far. You know what I'm saying? Like, and the crazy part is, is the fact that, number one, like I said, and the customer doesn't know that I just lost my brother. But it, it wouldn't, he, didn't, he didn't even have to know that for him to not even try to take it this far. Like, I don't know. I, it hasn't happened to me in a while. And it just threw me completely for a loop. Because I, I, I still can't wrap my mind around why you would tell somebody to do that. And then... I mean, just to say the least, I, I don't think that personally there's any reason for you to tell somebody to do that because you don't know what that person has dealt with or is dealing with. So there's like, that's just unacceptable. That That's on my top 10 list of things that should get your accounts canceled absolutely quickly, positively, with no questions asked, no, like, no, no recourse. You know, you can't appeal this. Your account is closed permanently. Goodbye. That That just should be an automatic. Just, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, like, it was, it was just so far out of pocket, so far left, like, just, it, it's, it was not necessary, but what can I really say, because at the end of the day, this is just another normal day of working in customer service, and with that being said, I'm clocking out. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Real Work Stories podcast. Peace. Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%.